Good afternoon. My name is Vincent Gersies. I'm a former Ontario Provincial Police Officer with 32 years of experience. I want to put out a special thank you to all the law enforcement that has been supporting the Freedom Convoy. By now, you know that our demonstration is peaceful. It always has been. It always will be. The people involved here, the truckers, are wonderful people here. They're very peaceful. They're involved in keeping up the esprit de corps. They are here standing for the rights of all Canadians. Day by day, their activities include removing garbage from the streets, shoveling the snow, and feeding the homeless. And that's just a few things. Do you believe that these Canadians are here for any other reason than to stand for freedom? I had to look at myself in the morning, in, in the mirror this morning when I got up. And I looked at myself in a way that I've never looked at myself before my understanding of the situation we're dealing with and my passion to ensure that we succeed, that this succeeds because all Canadians are going to rely on this success. Over the uh, past few weeks, my involvement included uh, dealings with local law enforcement, law enforcement from all across Canada, law enforcement from around the world. I'm the national representative in Canada for a group called Police for Freedom, a group of police officers from around the world, and I thank them all who are interested in the same issues that we are all interested in, these freedom issues. I want to reach out to those retired officers out there that know that we have been lied to by the media, the propaganda that we are exposed to, the information that is being put out, painting us in a negative way that those that are here know is just not true. Those many, many officers that are here supporting us, that concur that the media reports are not true. So my call to action is for you retired members out there. This is your opportunity to do your part, to look in the mirror when you get up in the morning and realize that it's now, it's your time to come. Now, this is your opportunity. You can choose to come, help, contribute to this action, to pulling Canadians together 
in a patriotic way and finally saying what you want to say, that, that uh, the response of the government is incorrect. It is the wrong direction. You can come. I encourage you to come. It is time to come. Not to sit on the couch, not to speak, not to complain, but to physically come. We are calling for you. Come and assist with this. Come and speak out. Speak the truth. Help us that way. We beg you, come. Now is your time to speak the truth. I thank you, and I'm now going to put you over to Edward Cornell. Hello, everybody. Uh, across Canada, my name is Eddie Cornell. I'm a veteran of the Canadian Forces. Uh, I served in a combat arms trade, and I'm calling on all fellow veterans to stand up for your country once again. You're not wearing your uniform at this point but you're a soldier, no less the, the same that you were prior to uh, retiring. Um, we are in a very critical situation in this country where our freedoms have been taken away. All of you know what it's like to stand up for freedom and democracy around the world. We've done it, and it's your turn to do it here in our own country. They're starting to take it away. You can see it, you can smell it. I need you to come here and support this action. You have to be part of something bigger than yourself, don't be afraid to put yourself in harm's way like you did before. Putting yourself in harm's way got you where you are now, and you need to do it once again. I'm calling Stand To for all my brothers and sisters that serve to come. Come to Ottawa. If you can't come to Ottawa, stand up in your community. Let your voice be heard. And I mean in a nonviolent way. Violence is something that is not what we're trying to um, have anything due to incite um, an insurrection or anything of that nature. I'm asking you in a peaceful manner to come forward and stand up for your country and hold the line. We're not going to let them take it away from us. We've sacrificed too much in this country to let them succeed with this plan. And I don't have to go into great detail to let you know what that plan is. I think you know by now. So please come forward, stand up. We will be here. We will have your back, stand to, and I look forward to meeting you face to face. Please come forward now. Thank you. My name is uh, Andrew McGillivray. I'm a very recently retired uh, Naval officer from the Canadian Armed Forces. Just a couple days ago, I was you know, sitting at my farm on my derriere collecting my pension, okay? And I got a call out from a fellow uh, military veteran to get down here and help out. So I'm gonna echo what uh, Eddie said is, get off your, your butts, get down here, bring your medals, bring your berets, let's get down here, support blue collar, hardworking Canadians who are here, and let's help them get our, uh, get our freedoms back. Okay, thank you very much for joining us. Hey everybody, Chris here from the Whistlestop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. Still in Ottawa, Ontario, enjoying the the crowds, uh, great food. We just had lunch in another restaurant today, which was amazing. And we just wanted to let you know. Yeah, that would have been crazy. 
that everything's good in Ottawa. There's no weirdness going on. Um, no cell service blackouts, nothing like that. No uh, people getting drug out of their vehicles. No children being taken by CPS. It's just a great time with people in the streets, and I'll show you that instead of my ugly mug. So yeah, same thing that's been going on for a couple weeks, just people enjoying each other's company. Uh, we've had a few speakers on the stage today, but mostly just music and dancing and people enjoying being outside, even though it's kind of rainy and snowy. That doesn't really stop Canadians. So we've seen a few vehicles like this out here. People just walk by and, and sign them. Freedom vehicles and freedom trailers, pretty cool.
I love hot and sour soup. Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. Enjoying some hot and sour soup at an awesome, awesome restaurant in Ontario. In Ottawa, Ontario. But enough about the soup. There's more important things to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about bullshit. Mm. Notice how big my eyes were when I said that? That was to really accent the fact that I said the word bullshit. So, what's going on is I'm getting tons of phone calls from people saying, uh, and messages from people saying, there's armed people making trouble at uh, where the trucks are, things are going down, the government is trying to frame truckers, blah, 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 blah. No, they're not. Calm the F down. Thank you so much. So part of this is because uh, there are people in, in, in the United States, our brothers and sisters down there, are supporting the Freedom Convoy 2022 um, because Americans believe in freedom as well. Uh, and there's some people that actually think that because our American friends are supporting this, that this is some sort of a American interference in Canadian politics. Well, let me tell you something. If you have a problem with our American brothers and sisters helping us to encourage each other to stand up for our rights and freedoms and have our big-eyed bullshit, yeah, have our uh, our voices heard, but you don't have a problem with American organizations funneling money into Canada uh, to get our pipelines shut down and our manufacturing shut down and kill our energy energy industry. If you don't have a problem with with American celebrities flying up here and vilifying our energy industry and saying that uh, Fort McMurray is like Hiroshima, you are a democracy-hating, communist-loving fool. And you need to open your damn eyes. I, I just I, I can't even I can't even believe some of the stuff that I'm reading. Um, I'm seeing a lot of stuff about the fund the funds that have been raised has been frozen again. I don't know anything about that, uh, but I will find out. Anyway, the whole point of this was to say that um, this is possibly some of the best hot and sour soup I've ever had. It's really wonderful, and please. Uh, as, as we say on the rigs, when people are panicking about something and they should just calm down, calm your tits. Yeah, that's what we say. Just calm down. Um, I've said this over and over and over again. When you hear these things, you need to ask yourself, what's plausible and what's probable? And in this case, is do you seriously think that there's a bunch of armed idiots going to make some trouble with a bunch of truckers when there are literally hundreds of police roaming the streets? No. Relax. What you should be worried about is the fact that people are trying to paint this as some sort of a uh, an, uh, overthrow the government organization that's being funded by the USA. So let me ask you this. Uh, for what purpose? What purpose would that serve? Are you, somebody is for Yes. Yes. Why? I just wanted to. But who are you? Uh, my name is Chris. Yeah. 
What do I do in life? I have, I own a restaurant as well. And I'm visiting Ottawa for my first time and I just wanted to buy everybody supper. Okay. Are you one of the protesters? Uh, I, yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so part of the reason why I wanted to buy your supper is, is a um, kind of a thank you for hosting the, the demonstration. I'm not comfortable with accepting that, so we will be for ourselves. Okay. Thank you for your consideration, but that wouldn't change the terrible thing you're doing in Ottawa. Okay, I understand. Well, they didn't want me to pay for the supper because of the terrible thing that I'm doing in Ottawa. That's up to them. Anyway, um, please just everybody calm down and try and use your heads about things that are going on and the things you hear and don't panic and don't start sharing a bunch of stuff to get everybody's feathers all riled up um, we're supposed to be peaceful and calm and, uh, and and seeking the truth and this kind of thing just it doesn't help so anyway I'm gonna get back to my hot and sour soup uh, we will be back I'll be back with Carrie in a little while and uh, We'll talk to you about some more stuff. But I really am having a hard time concentrating because, honestly, this soup is freaking wonderful. Talk to you later. Good grief, Gavin. This is like a roller coaster on steroids. It is. Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta. And it's Carrie from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta. But we're not in Mirror, Alberta. We're in, in Ottawa... Ontario, Ottawa, Ontario. Driving around aimlessly. In the Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies Jalopy. With as really bad lighting. Yeah, as you'll hear shortly. Um, so we are very, very happy that we have attended this protest, um, uh, protesting the condition of the roads in Canada. Yes, because they are absolutely horrible here. Yeah, especially in, in Ottawa. Good grief. You should aim for a pothole now, Gavin. Maybe it's just the car. Um, Gavin's car still has the old style tires that the Flintstones used before they made them out of uh, circles. They're actually the square tires made out of rocks. Don't lie, it's all your weight. <sighs> yeah. He thinks I'm bottoming, bottoming out his suspension uh, with my uh, couple extra pounds I've put on throughout the last couple of years. So anyway, um, yeah, we're a little bit late tonight, but we didn't want to, the soup was great. We didn't want to make you wait any longer. We were really, really enjoying our supper, and we had some great conversations with some fine folks from Ottawa. We did. I, even even earlier, we had great, great mm -hmm. conversations. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. It was awesome. So we we went into the restaurant and it was packed. And the first thing we thought is, you know what? We should buy supper for everyone in the restaurant. <laughs> and uh, two of the four people that were there with us. Yeah. Um, they were super grateful and we had a good conversation with them about why we were here and what the convoy was about and um, we asked them if they'd come down to see what's going on and they said no we've been kind of you know just staying clear of it yes because they were afraid they were afraid yes so um, it was it was actually a couple young ladies probably what early 20s something yeah. like that and but anyway um, we just said to them, you know, don't miss this. Don't let uh, the media try and tell you not to come and enjoy something that you might not see ever again in your lifetime because uh, 
we, we haven't seen this in our lifetime and we it's it's definitely not something you want to miss and the conversation went great they thanked us for buying their supper and uh, we we finished our supper which was amazing by the way and no I'm not gonna tell you what restaurant it was because yeah, we're yeah we just we don't want to cause many issues the other folks um, they declined our offer yeah, and they, they weren't that happy yeah well the lady was very very polite it was she was an older lady um, she said that she didn't feel comfortable allowing us to buy her supper. This why it's live tele uh, live TV here, people. Yeah. Should we so, just say hi to that guy? No, we shouldn't uh, say hi to that guy. Back up. No, 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 don't. Back up. Don't, 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 don't back. Do back um one of the last things she said was uh, actually I said to her, this is our way of saying thank you to you know you, you, the people of Ottawa for hosting our protest, this monumentous event in Canadian history. And she said, "Thank you, but um, that can't ever make up for the disgusting things you've done to our city, or something like that." Yes. And I thought about trying to start a conversation, you know, starting with some common ground. And in that case, it would have been easy because I'm sure she enjoyed the food as much as we did. Um, but I thought, you know what, maybe in this case I'm not going to because I don't want to potentially cause a scene in this restaurant and have these fine folks get in trouble. So we just let it go. But that's where we're at. There are people who legitimately believe that we are disgusting animals who are ruining town and throwing poop on walls and urinating in the alleys, um, threatening and intimidating people, those kind of things. But I do have to say that that seems to be, from what we've seen, a very, very small fringe minority. Yes, that. yes. Because the people that we were talking to today, Parliament Hill and around the uh, around the truck, they were just tickled pink that we were there, just having all the truckers there and supporting us. And they were the ones that were saying, it's so great to have a voice in Ottawa. Because yes. I guess, again, they're so used to having the federal government just kind of go, you guys, you guys. And Ottawa, the Ottawa Terrians, Ottawaians, how do you say Italians? that? Italians? <laughs> they, um, they just didn't have a voice. And now they do, a voice through a truck, which has been silenced because now we can't blast, blast our horns. Which, I mean, Hong Kong. Nice job. Cops! Cops! Uh-oh. We're okay. We're okay. Jeez. All right. Sorry. This is uh, settle down. It kind of reminds me of being a teenager again, and we're, we're not even doing anything wrong. No, we're just driving up and down Although, the streets. I'm not sure exactly what Gavin's doing. No, this is the wrong way on the one way, but whatever. No, it's not. Pretty sure not it is. this one. It was earlier. Anyway, so it really dawned on me that there are a lot of people who are going to miss out on this because they have been hoodwinked by the uh, legacy media. Yeah. And by that, I mean the fake stream media. I mean the lamestream, I mean the mainstream media. Are they still yeah, mainstream? Yeah, yeah, that's all folks. The fringe minority yeah. media. And it's sad, it really is. Because of all of the problems, no, not all of the problems, a lot of the problems we've had over the last two years, especially stuff that deals with society and human interaction, is all the fault of the media, like if they if the media was reporting fairly and accurately on what's going on in the world today, people wouldn't be scared to come down and see what's going on at Parliament Hill. They would be excited. 
because who doesn't like a bouncy castle? Absolutely. Yeah, the only thing better than a bouncy castle is a ball pit. I was going to say two bouncy castles. Well, yeah, two bouncy castles. You can bounce. Bounce between them? And actually, with all my extra weight, as Gavin has so eloquently pointed <laughs> out, I could, you know, be launching people off that second bouncy castle. Yes. Yeah. We should be great. Do that. We should do that. So, this is a problem. Um, and there are more and more people waking up to it. More and more people are willing to brave the 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 crazy dangerous downtown Ottawa to come and see for themselves and I don't know that I've met anybody who has regretted that decision uh, and we've met a lot more people from Ont uh, Ottawa in the last few days they are definitely coming out in droves and especially like this weekend I know for a fact half of the crowd is going to be from Ottawa I oh absolutely and part of the reason is because people are not stupid and CTV and CBC and City News, they're getting so desperate to try and make people... That's a really nice car. That was yeah. an R, uh, Audi... Uh, what's those fast R, Audi? R8? R8, yeah, yeah. it's an R8. Okay. Uh, they're, they're getting so desperate that they're making up stories that are almost unbelievable to most people. Like, do you really think that a bunch of truckers who are standing up for themselves are going to come to Ottawa specifically to throw poop at walls it's just not true and unfortunately a lot of things that are being blamed on the people that that showed up in town to participate in this demonstration in this movement not a bowel movement a regular movement um they're being blamed for problems that ottawa has had forever ottawa has people who threaten people they have people who intimidate they have people that throw poop on the walls, unfortunately, as does in most, most cities. Absolutely, they do. Because the, the really unfortunate thing is that um, the homeless population in any city, there is a, a very high level of mental health issues. That's just the way it is. And people forget, they, they, they forget about that. Like, everyone's so busy dealing with their own lives. Um, and wanting to blame this group of protesters for every problem, they forget that these problems existed in the city beforehand. And one of the interesting things is that, according to the statistics from the Ottawa Police Service, crime is actually down in the downtown area compared to before the protesters got here. And so is snow, because it's mm -hmm. all been shoveled. So is snow, and so is garbage. If you walk around, when we walk around places where... There's not a lot of protesters and demonstrators. Um, there's a lot of garbage. It happens in the cities. Every city I've been in, especially Edmonton, it's did dirty. You have, did you have to say that? I had to say it. Okay. Edmonton, there's a lot of garbage on the streets in Edmonton. There really is. And also, there's a lot of steaming manholes. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, the manholes, there's steam coming out of them. Okay. <laughs> but where the demonstration is occurring, it's clean. People don't even throw cigarette butts on the ground. I shouldn't say people don't. Most people don't. Um, people are walking around picking up garbage. They're clearing snow. They're helping people with whatever they can. It's amazing. And they're doing it and smiling. Yes. And having fun. And that's the thing that I've certainly noticed is that everyone on the streets is having a great time. They are. And if, and if anything, this is what should be replicated in all the cities, towns, villages. Hamlets in Canada. For sure. yeah, they're, they're taking a 
They're taking a, a cue from Lionel Richie and Dancing in the Streets. Is it Lionel Richie? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, Lionel Richie. Yeah, good call. So, yeah, that's that's what we're up to tonight. And the more, the, the longer we we're we spend here, and the more people, hey, that's our hotel, the more people we meet from Ottawa, uh, the more encouraging it is because what's happening is working. And it's it's getting people to open their eyes and open their hearts and stop being told what to think. Uh oh. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? Nope. That's not for us. Oh, that wasn't for us. Oh, it's an ambulance, anyways. But anyway, it's working. And if you're watching this and you're from Ottawa and you're still on the fence about this, this demonstration, please come check it out. Come on down. Yes. Come on down. Don't miss it because you'll regret it. Um, there's a lot of independent media reporting on this. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, of actually even closer to mainstream media that's calling out other journalists saying, what are you talking about? Why are you saying these things? It's just not true. Yeah. And the only way you can find out from yourself, don't rear end that cop car again. <laughs> the only way you can find out for yourself is if you come down here and look with your own eyes. And if you really are legitimately scared of people who are simply standing up for their rights, then you should take comfort in the fact that there are a gazillion police officers down here. What is going on in this town tonight? Uh, everyone's excited. Uh, it's warm out, warmish outside. People are out, uh, out enjoying the decor. I don't think it's the decor. I think they're out enjoying drugs or something. Oh, maybe well. Well, yeah, it is a thing. Uh, if you're going to do that, I mean, you should do that in the comfort of your own home responsibly. That's true. I think. So, I kind of think that's all we had to talk about tonight. Just the the sad state of affairs our society is in and why we're like that and and the, the path forward, which is ignoring what the media is telling you and just coming down and checking out for yourself. But I'm bouncing around so much that I can't read my phone because my eyes don't bounce at the same rate as... Gavin shocks. So, Gavin's shocks don't bounce at all. Well, They're just sticks. That's, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah. But there are obviously a couple of things that we were talking about. Oh, uh, give, send, go. Give, send, go. Yeah, so the Ontario, or was it the city of Ottawa or the Ontario government? One of the two. Some authority. Authority. Ottawa. I think it was Ottawa. Ottawa, probably, yeah. because police chief slowly with his uh, WF ties and... Slothly. You know, slothly and his love of all things communism. Yeah. Um, he, some, somebody convinced a judge that they should freeze the give, send, go and say that give, send, go is not allowed to distribute the money. Well, the funny thing is give, send, go is an American company and they basically said, um, Ontario court, <coughs> who do you think you are? You have no jurisdiction here. We do what we want. Don't tell us what to do. And we're going to distribute this money because that's what we're here for. Which is a huge slap in the face to the Ontario government. And actually, it's more of a poke in the eye. I prefer to poke the government in the eye. Um, because, yeah, sometimes they just need it. So, yeah, they did try and get rid of the fundraising platform. Uh, they were successful, or so they thought, until our big brothers and sisters in the United States said... Um, you don't tell us what to do. So, the give, send, go is all good. Um, the money will be distributed to the truckers, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. And we were very, very happy to see that. 
which kind of brings it right back to you got to look for the silver lining in every bad thing that happens. And when I first read that the give, send, go was was um, uh, seized or whatever by the Ontario government, I was like, oh man, this sucks. What are we going to do? And then it wasn't even 10 minutes later, Carrie brought up a thing saying, oh, give, send, go said, uh, we do what we want. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's exactly what they should be doing, mm -hmm. especially if it's out of jurisdiction. Yes. Um, lots of comments about uh, what was happening in Calgary and Edmonton. Um, basically, the cities wanted to implement their own restrictions exemption program. Yeah, good blah, luck. Blah, 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 good blah. luck with yeah. that, cities. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with your municipal bylaws that uh, try and override market. the charter and the constitution. The good friggin' luck. Yeah. What else was there? Was that it? Um. It was a Whoa. DJ at, in Vancouver at 95.7 who was uh, uh, turfed, oh. turfed for expressing his own views. Yeah, and he basically said, no, not basically, he said, um, for those of you who believe that this convoy is some racist, violent, white supremacist uh, movement, you've been fooled. And that's not what it is. And you need to start thinking about things and not being controlled by the media. And the media was like... Well, our views don't align because uh, we believe in telling people what the government wants them to hear. Not, we don't believe in telling people the truth. So, you can no longer be with this this media. And I'm not sure what what group they're with, but maybe it's so. Or... His name was Kid. Oh my God! Cross Kid Chris. Kid, Kids, Chris Cross. Chris Chris. No Kid. Chances are it's Chris because I think we've met a thousand and one Chris's out here. Everybody's named Chris. Chris. No, it was Kid something. Kid Chaos? Kid? I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, somebody in the mainstream media, a radio station, spoke out, not really super supportive of the convoy, but basically saying, don't believe what the media is telling you because they're lying. So apparently, apparently if, if you work for one of those big media companies, you are not allowed to tell the truth unless the truth is the government's truth. Do we actually have a Ministry of Truth yet? No, but there should be. I think have, it's coming. should be a Ministry of Silly Walks for sure. Yeah, I think the Ministry of Truth is coming, and that's probably what they're going to rename the CRTC, the Ministry of Truth. Uh, just so you know, Lionel Richie dances on the ceiling, and David Bowie and Mick Jagger dance in the streets. Ah, that's okay, yes, yeah. So, good good call. That's Thank okay. You. Dancing on the ceiling is great. Yeah. Especially if you're Spider Pig. Spider Pig, Spider Pig does whatever a spider pig does yeah. yeah um yeah lots of lots of stuff that we know already uh ottawa police and the mayor's office don't want us here somebody Did said that know? we're the great canadian hosers yeah that's just you you're thank you yeah. i i will take that as a compliment <laughs> rick moranis is one of my favorite comedians of all time yes he's amazing um yeah i don't know i can't really read here so that's just my fault. Gavin, can you turn up the air suspension? <laughs> no. no. I don't think that's Kid Carson. Kid, Kid Carson. Carson. That's there the you one, go. Yeah. That's what it is. Thank you. Thank you for that little bit there. So now that you know that it was Kid Carson from 95.3 FM, right? 95.3! 95.3 FM with Kid Carson in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, whatever. Um, send him a note of encouragement. Find his Facebook page, his Instagram, whatever Kid Carson uses, and say thank you. Um, because it, I, I think it's really important to encourage those that are speaking the truth. Danny Bulford, 
resigned from the RCMP, right. even though he had a great job yep. protecting our Prime Minister. Yep. He resigned because he refuses to participate in lies. He wants to speak the truth. And now he is speaking the truth every day. Yep. And you'll see that <coughs> on some of the press releases we, we uh, cover here. Did he speak today? Not today. It was a couple days ago yep. he did. Yep. And it was awesome. He's an amazing man. So is his family. They're awesome. Uh, what else was there today? Uh, a couple of reports that Jason Kenney is removing the VaxPass scanner from the Apple and Android app stores. So wow. does that mean it's a real thing? Well, I, I, I still don't think so because how else are they going to be able to test if you're working under federal government laws and you know transportation, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera, they still well, have to be able to scan. Here's the thing: they don't though, because don't a lot of those companies they didn't actually make employees show them anything. They just had to attest to their vaccination status. So they could lie? So they could lie. Hmm. And they left it like that because the most valuable resource we have in, in Alberta, and I'm assuming in Canada, is human resources. Labor is the number one most difficult thing to handle in any company. People. Finding good people, keeping good people, uh, keeping those people happy is the toughest part of business. Yeah. And so if you run a multi-billion dollar federal, federally regulated company, do you really want to be firing 30 or 40% of your workforce? I know. Definitely yeah. not. So you leave it open by saying, well, we need to make sure everybody has done what the government says. So please tell us if you've done what the government says and that'll be good enough for us. Wink, wink. Yeah. There you go, yes. Kind of like when we go out for supper and someone says, can we see your Vax passport? And we say, well, no. And we stand there staring blankly at them, blinking. <laughs> and then we go sit at our table and order our food. Yeah, that's right. And, and so why do you think they do that? Because we're dirty, slimy um, people. Uh, I think they do it because... Wait, was there a joke there? Well, no, there was no okay. joke. It's a serious question. Why do you think they let us dirty slimy people in because they know we're not dirty slimy people that's right they know we're human beings they've had a shit two years and probably most of these businesses are just hanging on by a thread yeah. so to have the opportunity to have four or five people come in who are not you know like crazy gross disgusting what spits camels camels um, and, and earn some money. I was going to say emu because I like saying that. Emu. Emu? Go ahead. What, what about Sherpa? Emu? Shirt, what's a shirt? Is that an animal? What? A shirt? No, that's a guide. A shirt? Sherpa. Oh, a Sherpa. Yeah, that's a guide. Oh. Oh, I don't you, think they let Sherpas in. They wear those stinky You can get spit on coats. by a Sherpa, I'm sure. Anyway. They let people come in and eat because if they don't, uh, it's a matter of survival. They're going to lose their businesses. Some of these places are paying like... Fifteen or twenty thousand dollars a month rent on the buildings they're in, yep. and they have fifteen or twenty percent of the customers that they're used to. How the hell do people think this is sustainable, or are people okay with small businesses collapsing and being destroyed all over Canada because the federal and provincial governments are a bunch of science-denying fools? It makes no sense. I was going to comment that the faster we go, the louder you talked. I did that on purpose. Did you? Okay. Yeah. The wind was coming? No. I recently just came out of uh, uh, cryogenesis and I'm having trouble controlling the volume of my voice! 
That's true too. Y'all have Rumble. Yes, we actually do have uh, some videos up on Rumble. We're we're in the process of doing. This is kind of Facebook friendly. Um, we're hoping that you can see us on Rumble, and we're not going to be Facebook friendly. Yeah. And, yeah. So be prepared for that because it's a uh, it's a magnitude a little bit higher than that. So what? what? I just saw someone. A comment came up. He walked out again today. JT? He couldn't be. He was in Geneva. Yeah, he's in Geneva. Justin Trudeau walked out of question period in Parliament and flew to Geneva where they held a convention and determined that it's illegal to interfere with protesters. The irony is palatable. And it tastes great, by the way. Palatable? Palatable. Well, we love you too. Thank you very much for saying that. A lot of these are the same sort of comments, but we'll, we can hash some of these again. Were the hotel rooms um, bought up by the government? No. Not yes, they were for a few days. Do you think they were? Yes, they were. Absolutely. I, the conversations I had were that um, the, the Marriott or Delta system was kind of infiltrated, or at least, I don't know, stopped so that you couldn't actually stay in the same room a longer period. So if you were already there for a week and you tried to extend it longer, they would it, the system would come up and say no. But if you went down to the front desk and asked if you could stay longer, they'd just move you to a different room. So I don't know. I saw a comment pop up that said he must be 100% vaccinated. I'm wondering if that means people think that I'm vaccinated against COVID-19. And yes, absolutely. I am 100% vaccinated against all things that I need to be vaccinated for in which the vaccination provides the level of immunity that is advertised on the vaccination itself. Very true. <coughs> so no, I am not vaccinated against COVID-19. However, I very likely have natural immunity, which is a thing. I'm pretty sure we all do. Yes. Did we ever do anything more on that uh, i -Core? Yeah, so we donated $5,000 to the Three Hills Blood Clinic. Yeah. And then we promoted the heck out of some other ones. Um, that sort of thing. I think people have this expectation that we're just going to be able to throw $100,000 in and say, hey, everyone go do this because we think it's a good idea. And our thing is more, we want to be able to do that, but we can't, obviously, because we don't have that kind of money. So we try and encourage communities to... Um, do that themselves like do your own fundraisers do your own thing raise some money help each other out and and do those things as communities oh yeah <coughs> so i think i'm choking on lemon i have no idea what you were going to, going to do uh we went for lunch today at a shawarma place and it was excellent by the way yeah and i couldn't and there's a story behind that so continue okay so i'll continue yes um <laughs> We ordered our food and then we asked the fella, hey, or, or Jess asked the fella, are we allowed to sit and eat? And he said, yeah, no problem, go ahead. So we went and sat down, we were eating. And like always, we left a very, very, very large tip for this fella because we understand that these small businesses have had a really, really tough time and we wanted to do what we can to help with that and also say thank you, Ottawa, for hosting this demonstration. We know it's been an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Um, and we are very, very grateful for you being, shorts. being excellent hosts and very oh, hospitable to us. These guys wearing shorts out there. Wow. Well, there was a naked guy before, remember? Yes. yes. 
But I and think, it was colder. Yeah, that's right. You could tell how much colder it was. They were probably postal employees. Anyway, so this fellow came up to the table and he was concerned that we had left too big of a tip, added an extra zero or something. Mm. And I said, no, we, you know, I have, a, I have a restaurant in Alberta and I had a really, really tough time through all this stuff. I explained my story and I explained how people stepped up from all over Canada to help us and that we wanted to give back um, a little bit here and there where we could. And we said, we understand that your business has probably been very difficult the last two years and we're happy to leave you that big of a tip <coughs> and he was very very touched while we were chatting uh, some folks that we met before from Rebel News walked in the door uh, one of the guys was the, an editor and a, there was another photographer and they walked in and they looked over and they said hey whistle stop <laughs> so we had a little chat with him shook his hand they wanted to get a picture and uh, he said he was going to send it to one of our favorite people, who happens to be Ever. Sheila Gunn-Reed, yep. an absolutely amazing, beautiful young lady who spent a lot of time at our cafe uh, last year when we were everything was crazy and there was police in there all the time. She's put a lot of miles on, uh, on her car, She's booting around Alberta this Yeah, she really has. She's been all over the place. And and when you, when you watch something that Sheila Gunn-Reed does... Uh, like a, an expose or an article or whatever, it's always really, really well done and well thought out of. And that woman asks questions that I, I, I don't see other journalists ask, and it's it's impressive. Yeah. So anyway, Sheila, we love you. If you're watching, we miss you. And maybe we'll see you when we get back to Alberta. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool that Rebel Media showed up and wanted to get a photo op. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. So here's another uh, breaking news kind of thing. So um, we said yesterday, I believe, that uh, there were mini convoys all over Canada, different cities, driving around, honking. Didn't have to be trucks, could just be cars. You think they played our song? Play, no, Canadian Convoy? Yeah. No, I don't think they played that. Oh. It's only a rumble. We're going to get it on Spotify. But yes, that's we digress, we digress. So it sounds like... Uh, in Calgary, the uh, cops were on a tear, and they issued tons and tons of tickets for people honking. So they go, so now it's not only illegal to be honking, but the other rumor that I heard today, and I can't even verify it, is that uh, you're unable to fly Canadian flags. Can you believe that? Like, I that cannot wait to get home and fly the biggest friggin' Canadian flag they make. He means go, Canada. And I'm going to do that. Yeah. So I wonder, did they issue all those tickets before or after they dragged the pastor downstairs mm, and the rest of the That is very true. Well, that would be after, I guess. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know what? When this is all said and done, I think there's going to be a lot of people that got some splaining to do. It's a pretty sad state of affairs. Mm -hmm. And yes, I know... Um, Pastor Art, he puts on a show and makes a very good visual when he's being arrested, but there's a reason for that. Yeah. His his history and what he's been through since since coming to Canada is... He came to Canada from Poland because yeah. he wanted freedom. Actually, yeah. from Greece. He was in yeah. Greece first. Yeah. He wanted freedom. That's my spot, free. And he was the first person in Canada arrested for reading a Bible in a public place. In Canada, a pastor arrested for reading a Bible. And now he's been arrested for feeding the homeless. He's been arrested again for... What was the last one? Mischief? 
Yeah. Wonder what was what his mischief was? Poking the government in the eye? Absolutely. It's yeah. very mischievous. Yeah. Where are we? Uh, trucks right back there. We're right back with a bunch of trucks. Mm-hmm. No, I actually thought truck? I thought actually thought we were in like Toronto, but we're not. No, this I think is. We're going uh, to go to the hotel. This is Sorry? all. I think we're going to go to the hotel. Yeah, we, the hotel. With all the bumps that we we're going through, I thought we were actually traveling down to the pits of hell. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. To the hotel. Anyway, that's where we're at in Canada right now. Yeah. Run a restaurant. You want to serve? You want to serve coffee? Go to jail. How was the restaurant uh, today? And uh, the whistle stop. It was awesome as it far as awesome. I know. The parking lot was slippery. I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, lots of pie served. As far Mel- as I know. Mel making pie. I saw a picture of uh, my adopted grandma, Lorna, having yes. a oh, cinnamon, cinnamon bun, bun that was almost as big as she was. That's true. Wearing a that. fancy new shiny WSFullSteamAhead.org sweater. Nice. Which is available on our website, I believe. I, it is. If yep. you're interested. The, also, the store's back up and running. Yeah, there's some mugs and cups and whatnot. Yeah. Gavin, are we, uh, you got the meter running up there, bud? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just stuck in traffic. Where do you want to go? There's, there, I don't know if you've the looked hotel. around, Chris, but we're surrounded by trucks. Yeah. Oh my goodness, these yeah. trucks are completely plugging up this yeah, one they, tiny they, little part of this they one They do block. nothing. They're, they're, I, think they're, I think they're stopped. Not moving at all. I, I don't know what... Oh, we're going to get boxed in here by another truck. You are going the wrong way on a one-way. Look it. No, they're Look going at this. the wrong Look way. Look it. You see they're that? They're going on the wrong they're way. You see that they're truck? Coming right at you. Right ah! They're going the wrong way I on think the one way. Gavin loves to go the wrong way on the one ways. I was earlier, though. Gavin in the way. Gavin in the way. <laughs> Gavin the wrong way. Yeah. Gavin in the wrong way. <laughs> so what else was there today? Um, so Nova Scotia finds you if you carry a big Canadian flag when you're out for a walk. Yeah, Is that true? You know, there's, I'm not sure. There's, I'm just reading what some of the comments are. We've we've heard so many different stories this week and, and today, even about uh, watch out, there's a whole stormtrooper full of Stormtrooper, a whole well, brigade of I would be fine with brigades of stormtroopers. Yeah. Because if they were trying to shoot at us, they would never. Oh, they would. Shoot, shoot. Yeah, you can't. They, they can't. Their guns are absolutely horrible. Yeah, and all we would need to block those little beams, those pew pews, yeah. would be like a broomstick. Pew pew. We could just. Pew. Yeah. Block those. Oh, yeah. They've made lightsabers now, eh? Like plasma blades that retract. And okay, now like we're, an we're digressing. I, I don't think that's true. Yeah. It is. Look at That is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, there's, there's no such thing as lightsabers. It's pretty cool. Oh, here's the guy that was uh, that we met today. He was talking about the uh, Elegant Street Diner for poutine. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah that's uh, we'll have to check that out though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, a whole group of Ottawaians. Yeah, that Ottawaians. Yeah. So let's do R for reverse. Gavin, let's. R for really fast that way. R for race. Ah, there's people behind us. Don't run them over again. It's okay. They have flags. Again. Again. (laughs) Pew, pew. There you go. All in all, it's been a great day. And Mm -hmm. just like... Oh, I was going to tell my story. Oh, let's hear your story. So, Chris was was actually very sad today. Wait, I'm going to tell a story about you after, too. (laughs) Chris was very sad today because I got called back to Calgary to do some work. And so I thought that I might end up having to just rent a car and driving for a few days and call it a day. Well, here's the situation. There are no rental cars available in all of Ottawa. Yes, no rental cars. But I think that's kind of a, a common thing in all major cities. It sounds like there's a problem with computer chips and car 
like not being right. manufactured or whatever. I think we're going backwards. That's a one. Um, and so the the issue came down that I actually had to go to the airport to get Jeez. a rental. Then I get down there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna totally expose myself on this one because it's don't it do was, that again because it, you yeah. ended up in jail and that was that was that an was that was the only the first six times. No, don't but expose I, no, yourself. I'm again. good. I'm good now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so silly me, I just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. And with all the commotion coming out here, I forgot to renew my driver's license, <laughs> which means I couldn't rent a car. But I had to go through the registry, got the form redone, off to the government. So the government gave me permission with the form of an interim temporary driver's license. Yay. So now I have another driver's license. So now I can actually go and rent the car and I can drive back to Calgary. But, but, here's the big but. The reason I was supposed to go back was I was supposed to do some work on Saturday. And it turns out that with all this extra kerfuffle to try and get uh, back there, it bought me the time that now it's actually not next, not being done on Saturday. It's not being done until next Thursday. Which means I'm here for a few more days. Woohoo! There you go. So Chris is all excited about that. So I was very happy, and I'll tell you why I was happy. It's not just because I would miss Carrie. Um, it's because okay, this is going to be a little bit heart wrenching. So <laughs> I really hope you're prepared for this. Please grab some Kleenex. There you go. And no, not because Carrie's going to expose himself again. Um, okay. So the other day. Uh, we had a very long day, a very tiring, exhausting day, and Jess and I go back to the hotel room first, and uh, we we're waiting for Carrie to get back, and I don't know why I'm telling that part of the story, but anyway, Carrie, Carrie got back, and he sat down, and the guy's exhausted because he works like a dog. He does everything for everybody, every day, whenever he can, and he's sitting there, and as you can tell, Carrie and I joke a lot, and I thought he was pretending to break down um, because he had been worked like a dog that day. Yeah. But he wasn't pretending. No. Carrie was that actually... Was, that was quite an emotional Yeah, thing. he was, was an emotional Can thing. I tell him? Yeah, go ahead. Cry? I don't care. He, was, he started to cry. Man cry. And it's I man didn't, I didn't it's understand. Like one tear and that's it. And then you're... Where's my beer? Yeah. Shot so, of whiskey, please. Yeah, so then there's me laughing yeah. at him. Ha 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 ha, Carrie, we're joking around. But it was legitimate. And the reason is because Carrie is the kind of guy that he has a job. He isn't as affected by these mandates, maybe now, mm. as a lot of other people are. And he has a job to go back to, and it's a significant job. He has some money on the line here. Mm. And he was upset because he was so conflicted. I want to stay. I want to stay as long as I possibly can here because it's worth the fight. And the, the people that are here and the friendships that are, are that have been bonded by everybody are, are amazing and for those people that you're you're not in Ottawa and and maybe you're not even in in Coots or going anywhere that sort of thing and that's good good on you or whatever if you could do stuff from home then great but when you're actually in this bubble and you meet the amazing people personalities and the spirits here um, it's something that I, I, I'm really going to have a hard time with when I actually leave. And I'll, I'm going to tell you what Carrie said that brought a tear to my eye, even though I never cry because I'm just that man. He's a tough guy. Carrie said, how can I 
go and think about my job when we're here fighting for everybody else's. That's true. I did see that. And that just really, it kind of stabbed me with an ice pick in the old blood pumper. Uh, and there's a lot of people who are out here with a very similar mindset. How can we think about doing anything else for ourselves when there's so many people depending on what we do here and the cha the potential changes we can make? Yeah. So if you ever wonder about why people are doing this, that's why. Because we are genuinely terrified when we think about what could potentially happen to people if we don't stand up and see this through. It's very true. Now I now I need a drink. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very clapped. I'm very clapped. I'll give you a topic. I, I think I have the, the Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> thing. I, I scratched my eye before the meeting. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg lost $30 billion in one day. That's right. And he went into a shareholder meeting with red eyes and explained that he scratched his eye. If reporters asked me why my eyes were red when I lost $30 billion in one day, I would say I was bawling my eyes out because I just lost $30 billion, you idiots. That's right. That's very true. Ah! Ah! Jeez, Gavin. Good grief. That's okay. Don't go. Don't go. There's people walking. Oh, my goodness. If, if you hear thumps, this is amazing. If you hear thumps and then like a thump thump, it was not a pedestrian. Speed <laughs> bump. Uh, okay, I think that's it. I think so. That's it. That's it for now. Yeah. So, so, so needless to say, I will be back again tomorrow night. So, yeah. Oh, tomorrow night's Friday. If we make Friday it night, that far, where are we going tomorrow, or what are we thinking of doing tomorrow? Is that exciting? Could we uh, say? Um. We're gonna go je eat ne, potatoes. Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. Yeah. We we. Oh ho ho ho. Jeez. <laughs> Careful, the rock. The rock was doing other uh, language impersonations. Oh, that's yeah. He enjoys a poutine and beer and I really like seeing the uh, the Quebec flags flying around here. No, it's there's, awesome. a, there's a lot of Quebecers, um, people coming up to the stage, and we were talking with them about. Um, what are you doing, Gavin? I'm waiting for this. Oh, you're waiting. Okay. <laughs> Frustrating. And uh, and they were again. They were musicians and poets and uh, just people that like to talk from Quebec, and they were totally supportive of everything. Uh, in in Ottawa and what was going on in Canada, and they actually spoke as as saying that they are proud to be Canadians. Which again, just coming. Jeez. So yeah. Anyways, I gotta interrupt you for just one second. I think I got a concussion, so I forgot what I was talking about. There. Just so you know, we really appreciate Gavin driving us around. Thank you, Gavin. Even though he has no shocks and we can't see out his windows. I don't think he has a driver's license either. I don't think he does that. He just started driving. He's only 17. This is the world's worst parallel parking. It's like trapezoid parking. You know when what? You were, With his no. driving, I think he's just trying to be part of the shtick. <laughs> he, the other day, he did it perfectly. Just, oh, okay. you know. The first time? Thanks. Yeah. yeah it's thanks. because you're online. Well, he has you're an online, audience. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. It's it's I'm really impressed that he managed to find and purchase the Beverly Hills uh, Jalopy. Jalopy though. I That's love it. Awesome. Yeah. Complete with granny.
Granny. Oh, we ran into Granny today. Standing that was here. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> nice. you got a picture with Granny today. Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay, well, we're here and we're tired, so uh, we're going to go and probably not go to sleep. Probably not. But what time is it? Anyway. What time is it? Thanks for watching. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope wow. that through all this uh, ridiculous banter that you got some information that was uh, pertinent, and we... Uh, <gasps> don't forget to tell Mike I got ID'd today. Oh, just got ID'd? Yeah. Yes, just got yeah, ID'd. Yeah, buying a lottery ticket. Yeah, it gets a little weird because sometimes people think she's my daughter because uh, she looks so young and then that's yeah. awkward and creepy, but... I know it happens when I'm with you too. I'm, I'm always the young... Yeah. Are you his son? Are you his daughter? You... <laughs> well, that's happened a couple of times too. It's usually when I'm wearing this weird weird toque. So Chris says, what What does yours say? Daddy bear or I don't know what Papa bear. Papa bear. bear. Mine says little bear. Little, little, just and Gavin bear. says mama bear. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin says mama bear. Nice. Okay. Well, speaking there of we speaking of daughters, um, no. hello to my daughters and to my son. Very nice. I love you very much and I miss you. Can't wait to see you. And I really wish you were here with me and enjoying this uh, terrifying car ride <laughs> in, in Gavin's no That's suspension wonderful. car. Yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. But We're driving it to Montreal. I love you. Oh, no. Awesome. Car is there. You're still driving, though. And we love you. Yeah. And I love my daughters, too. Love you, daughters. Love you. There you go. Children. Love you, Gavin. Bye. Um, okay, auntie. Bye. Family. Friends. That's a lot of love. Yeah, Charlie. Marion. Oh, and, and one last thing. Carl. Trudeau. Carl. <laughs> Trudeau's a dink. Trudeau's a dink. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. And Mike B. And Mike B's a dink. But Trudeau's a double dink. You know what? Mike B may <laughs> be a dink. Is there a double dink? Yeah. That's a different kind of show. Oh, yeah. That's a rumble show. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that on rumble. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Before we get banned off Facebook. <laughs> nice.